today. Uh, so Brent was supposed to be doing most of this, and I got a call last night saying, hey, uh, good luck. Um, <laughs> you're on tomorrow, but here are my notes. Um, so today, our leadership, uh, we're going to be talking uh, through our mission minutes uh, today. It's going to be a little bit longer. Um, and so you've received this handout called we did dismiss the kids, did we not? Yeah, kids have been dismissed. Sorry, Rebecca. See ya. <laughs> There's children here. You guys are dismissed. Oh. Stampede of footsteps. So everybody has been given the handout so far, yes? Uh, called uh, Pondering Partnership with Wildwood. I um, also just want to say thank you. Uh, Brent and I also want to say thank you for the encouragements and the blessings that we received through October. Um, very appreciated. Uh, and we are, yeah, all very excited uh, to be serving here uh, in this season. Um, today we're going to be thinking about uh, teamwork. And a number of weeks ago, Brent was paddling out in uh, Kate's Park in North Van. Uh, when he spotted this canoe, um, or it was there, come on, Josue just showed up, so I know, yeah, he spotted this canoe, um, and, uh, and he spotted these other people paddling it after that, and so we're thinking about teamwork, and so think about, you know, how uh, much teamwork requires to move uh, a vessel like this uh, effectively. Um, so we're going to be talking, we've got our leadership team here today, um, a great leadership team chaired by Grandpa Stephen, um, and so we've got uh, Theo Jeremy, who was born Thanksgiving, is that, there we go, so we can clap for, for Grandpa Stephen. <laughs> yeah, no, this is what we call him at leadership team as the chair, Grandpa Stephen. Uh, in 2 Corinthians, uh, an eminent evangelist and preacher uh, named Paul described his challenges of his job. Uh, he was declaring the gospel of Jesus to, uh, to his world, and to those who were responsive and believed, such a message was life-giving. Uh, to others whose rejection of Jesus kept them uh, from God's rescue plan, uh, it was a message of damnation. Who is adequate for these things, he exclaimed in 2 Corinthians 2.16. What kept Paul preaching? Uh, why did he not give up? You know, the obvious answer is that he was filled with the sustaining power of the Holy Spirit. But as we look further, we discover a powerful way in which the Holy Spirit strengthened Paul. Uh, how? Through fellow workers, through teammates, partners in the gospel. There's a wonderful Greek word that pairs the, pre, the preposition together uh, with the term for work. Um, what is created is a term uh, that translates into English as fellow worker. Uh, Paul often identified uh, and celebrated his fellow workers, uh, including uh, Philemon, uh, Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, Luke, uh, Epaphroditus, Tychicus, Onesimus, Epaphras, Priscilla, and Aquila in Corinth. We know uh, this Greek term in English uh, is actually translated as synergy. Um, and here, here's an example. Uh, a single draft horse uh, can pull a load up to 
a single draft horse can pull a load of 8,000 pounds, which is amazing in itself. Uh, but what would happen if you hooked two draft horses together to pull a load? Um, they can actually pull three times as much uh, as one horse. So you've got two draft horses that can each pull 8,000 pounds, but together they can pull 24,000 pounds working together. Uh, in the last chapter of uh, Paul's epistle to the church at Rome, Paul listed no less than 28 specific names of people whom he considered his fellow workers in Christ. Of course, Timothy tops the list of Paul's most trusted teammates. Um, in 1 Thessalonians 3.2, Paul referred to Timothy as his brother, who is God's fellow worker in the gospel of Christ. If a spiritual superstar, as Paul, uh, needed teammates, so do we. Uh, we would do well to adopt his attitude of teamwork. Um, neither the one who plants uh, nor the one who waters is anything, but God who causes the growth. As a leadership team, we believe that there's something to be considered when it comes to partnership, uh, to a partnership with Wildwood, um, one that is centered on Jesus and is focused on building the kingdom of God. And so we would like to tell you uh, a little bit more about this this morning. Um, so as you're following along in your pamphlets, uh, just a little bit of background. Um, as uh, Cornerstone moved from SRT to Maple Woods, uh, back just before I got here, um, Pastor Arnold Tracy from Wildwood Fellowship Church uh, was one of the first ones to uh, welcome Brent uh, to the neighborhood uh, on 272nd, and they began a friendship, began meeting with having coffee and prayer together, uh, and seeing how, you know, as churches we could better serve, you know, the ministry in Wanak. Um, in July 2020, uh, I know, I think your thing says 2019, but 2020, just over a year ago, Candace and I uh, ended up moving to the Wildwood Fellowship Church Parsonage, uh, living in the house on their property, uh, and we have just been so welcomed in and cared for by their congregation, uh, giving us a wonderful deal on rent and helping us with food and uh, just their ministries. It has been very encouraging to see and be a part of uh, just what is going on with, with their family. Uh, they've allowed us as a church uh, with some of our ministries. We ran the Conquer series there uh, last year as well. Um, they've allowed us to uh, film worship during the lockdown. Uh, did that for a few Sundays, as well as we've been running a youth group out of there right now. We've done youth group events. We've done young adult events uh, and men's events. And so uh, Rebecca... Uh, as well, even during the restrictions, uh, her and Pastor Arnold's wife, Eleanor, um, ended up creating an online uh, kids club uh, during that time. And I think that served, yeah, our congregations both well uh, for the time that it was ran. Um, in the summer of 2020, uh, Pastor Arnold ended up, uh, he had talked with myself and then as well as with Pastor Brent, and he posed this question, you know, what if Cornerstone and Wildwood became uh, a formal partnership? Uh, and so this led us, we've had a number of meetings with their leadership team over the course of this last year, uh, discussing what could or would this even uh, look like. 
um, just some times of prayer, seeking God's guidance in this, uh, and some conversation. Um, the Fellowship Pacific also, uh, the resource team suggested that we hear the story of two churches in Kamloops, uh, one that was uh, growing without a building, uh, and one that was uh, struggling, uh, but, but yet had a building. Uh, and they, uh, at this point, have, we heard their story of how they came together and how uh, all of that, that worked. And so, uh, however, due to gathering restrictions, we did put things on a hiatus uh, until uh, this summer was the plan. Uh, however, Pastor Arnold ended up going on sabbatical for three months. Uh, and so we kind of just put a pause on the conversation to just kind of let things uh, sit like that. So, Stephen, anything? Okay, I'm not going to read that. You guys can read this. So I'll just need to highlight when you talk about partnership, what does it mean? You know, it's going to mean something different to everybody. It's going to look different to everybody, and that's kind of what we want to explore when September for our kickoff Sunday, even though it was pouring rain, we didn't get our, our barbecue in. We invited the Wildwood because um, Pastor Arnold had a death in the family, so he quickly left. I don't know, everybody remember the handful of Wildwood people come in? Right? They come in, they joined us, they felt welcome, comfortable, you guys are always amazing because anybody comes in here always says, oh, you have such a warm, friendly church. And we can, yeah, well, that's because that's what we do. So it's kind of one of those, <clears throat> we've met them. Now we need to get to know them. We need to figure out what does a partnership look like? Why wouldn't we just be excited to have 15 more people join us? Right? Why wouldn't we? I mean, that would be... That'd be fun. But what does it look like? Answer, you know, when you ask the question, have the questions. The biggest thing before I, I let Jorge, because he gets the, the fun part, but we want to, we want you to know that whatever we do, we do it together. The leadership team here, us, we're not running away, going ahead of you, where we want to work together, we want to you know, do the timeline, we want to have all those questions and go, yeah, okay. The cool thing when in prayer, in partnership, is it lasts forever. No matter what happens in the future, we can continue to pray, pray together and to be partners in ministry, whether we're become one official church, or we remain two separate churches but work together. That, that's all things that could be. So as you go first, second, third, fourth, we need to follow all those things. I'll let you read them. There's no sense me going through. But you definitely need to remember that we, we're going to walk together. I think that's our biggest mandate is unity. We work, so this, this team works to be unified, but we also want to be unified as an entire body. Do you want to just uh, even just touch briefly on uh, the steps that Wildwood has kind of gone through just in oh, okay. getting 
to this and what they've oh, proposed. Okay. Okay, so as you, again, you can read October 21st, the, the Wildwood members, they met and they voted unanimously, I'm sorry, read the board to consider the viable of a merger and a continued relationship to discussion with Cornerstone leadership. Okay, so they, they had a vote to, hey, let's, let's proceed and, and look. I think that's, that's kind of where we are is, okay, what does that look like? And now we'll, Jorge, I'll give you the, more of the, the timeline of where we're gonna get to that and how we're gonna sort through some of that information and make that decision um, together as, as, our, as a group. Um, I received an email yesterday and I was asked specifically not to take too much time on the microphone, <laughs> but uh, I, I don't speak English very well, so I'm not sure what, I, what that meant, okay? So, you know. <laughs> but uh, our invitation for all of us is to, is to dream. Let's dream together and, and, and see what God can do uh, with us together, uh, uh, Cornerstone and Wildwood. But of course, we want to bring it to you because it's, a, it's a everybody's decision, right? We want all of us to work together. So there are some important dates that we I would like to remind you about. Or uh, they are on the paper, but I wanna I want you to know what they are and what are our expectations. So you know, on November the tenth, um, it's witness Wednesday. It's a very important day for me, for two reasons, okay? So just bear with me. It's the birthday of the most important woman in my life. <laughs> I love that woman so much. I'm so excited about the Wednesday. Uh, happy birthday, baby, I love you. <laughs> you see, uh, so it's her birthday, that's November the 10th, but that's no, that's no what is important for you for next Wednesday. What is important for you is that we are gonna be meeting with the uh, leadership of, from Wildwood, and we want you to pray for us. We want the Holy Spirit to move through us and through them and, and find that synergy that we are talking about here. We, we wanna see wh what the Lord wants us to do. And, and that's why uh, that day is very important. Again, next Wednesday, we're meeting at 7 p.m. Uh, I think it's at Steve's house. Doesn't matter what it is, but what is important is that at that time, please, take the time to pray. Take the time to remember us and, uh, and pray for the Holy Spirit to move through us uh, that, that we hear his voice. Because it's not what we want. It's not what they want, but what does the Lord want in this process? So please, November the 10th, 7 p.m. Get on your knees, that's fine. Get in your room alone and pray. Because we want to hear. We want to move not ahead of him, but we don't want to be behind either. We want to move with him. So please, that's very important for us, November the 10th. And then a week today, the next two weeks, actually on Sunday, we are going to uh, held here a, a town hall. 
Do you know what a town hall is? Right? So we're going to be trying to answer questions, or we will all have the chance to ask questions here and discuss about this partnership. Uh, we see the benefit, but you might have important questions for, for us to ask, right? So bring them to us. We want to hear that. We want to hear the questions, or we want to hear where you stand about that. So that's going to happen in the next two weeks, November 14th and 21st. And our dream, again, if, if it goes as the Lord, uh, if, we go, if it goes according to his will and it works for us, we're hoping that, uh, how do you call it, Advent time? That's how Advent. you call it, right? In Advent, we can worship together. They come here or we go there. I don't know, but, but we worship together. We go to their place or we do it here where we can all worship together the four Sundays of Advent. So pray about that because it's important. It's important and hopefully we can even um, celebrate Christmas Eve together. Am I taking too long or no. should I keep going? Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Okay, so um, uh, I was going to do it anyway. And now it's too long. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, and see, we can worship together on, on Christmas Eve. And then for January, we are hoping to start taking decisions. But we need to pray. Very important. The, the main message that I want to bring is that we need to pray together. Re remember on Wednesday, 7 p.m. Can you do that? Can you get on your knees and pray? Get in your room and pray. Because we want to hear the Spirit the Holy Spirit guiding us through the process, okay? Thank you. Yeah, so there's going to be a lot of questions. Um, as when we started this, I was just looking around and I saw a lot of question marks on a lot of people's faces, and, and it's normal. And we want you guys to ask questions. We want you guys to reach out to us. Um, and I'm going to be honest, we don't know all the answers ourselves right now. And that's the reason why we have all these steps in play. But we're doing this together. We're doing this as a church. You know, we're doing this for God's kingdom at the end of the day. And that's something that I want us to keep in mind is that it's because of God's kingdom that we're doing this. We're doing this as a church as whole. We're going to pray together. We're going to find out the way that God wants us to go together. And yeah, so, you know, there's going to be so many questions, so many concerns. And I want you guys to feel comfortable doing so. You guys can, of course, we want you guys to speak out during our town hall. But at the same time, if you're not comfortable with speaking in the town hall, I understand. Um, not everyone is comfortable like me talking wherever they are. But uh, you can definitely email us, call us, or take us aside. You know, that's why we're all sitting up front here so that you guys can feel comfortable asking us any questions and we can take those questions and get answers for you guys as well when we have meetings with the Wildwood leadership team and discuss those concerns because and that's the one thing I want you guys we all actually want you guys to feel is that we're on this walk together um, it's not just us doing it all uh, it's us as a whole church cornerstone uh, together doing this and I'm personally excited for it um, mainly because, you know, anything that's going to move God's kingdom, I'm always thumbs up and let's do it. I'm ready to fight for that. And um, yeah, and so feel free 
uh, to ask us any question, concerns. Um, on Actually, on the list below, you'll see that there is our phone numbers and, self, um, and emails. Um, we do, yeah, we all take uh, text messages as well. I was just seeing how old these two were, but no, we all <laughs> can read text messages, send those out as well. Um, so feel free to contact us any way you guys like. Um, yeah, it is, is something just to very much keep in mind that this is the start of the journey. Um, we've had a few preliminary conversations, uh, some prayer, but you are very much at the beginning of this process with us um, and that, yeah, nothing has been decided, but we are just on this journey starting together. Um, so how, how is your posture? Uh, I mean, the posture of your heart, you know, not just how you are sitting, as I've been slumped over this whole time, but what is the posture of your heart? Um, as followers of Jesus, it's the posture of our hearts uh, that is the most uh, the most important. Um, for example, in Luke 18, 10 to 13, we read about a Pharisee who prayed, God, I thank you that I'm not like other, the other people. But we still have, we have a tax, a tax collector who cried, you know, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. When it comes to an important decision uh, about partnership, uh, we need to have humble submissive, a humble, submissive posture before God. Um, one of my first, or no, wow, not one of my first, I'm just reading Brent's notes here, remember that. Um, one of Brent's first sermons, I'm just going to plagiarize this uh, straight off the page. Uh, one of Brent's first sermons at Cornerstone um, focused on the story of Nehemiah, and he mentioned that uh, dependence precedes competence. Dependence precedes competence. We read in Zechariah 4, 6, not by my might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. This uh, exciting possibility of partnership, uh, it requires us to be in a posture of dependence, uh, which means prayer, as Jorge has been saying so much of. Uh, it requires prayer. Uh, we might not feel competent to even imagine uh, all of the implications that this is uh, this could take on or what this is going to look like. Your minds are probably just spinning through, well, what if, what if, what is happening with that? Um, you know, it's hard to imagine what this is all going to uh, look like or could look like. But thanks to God, uh, His work is never accomplished, you know, by our capabilities, uh, but by the moving of the Holy Spirit. A wonderful prayer is, uh, for us is found in Psalm 85, 4 to 6. It says, Restore us again, O God of our salvation, and put away your indignation toward us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you prolong your anger to all generations? Will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? We're looking at our calling. Where, where has God called us to live and share Jesus? Uh, from the very beginning of Cornerstone Neighborhood Church, there has been a clear purpose. Our church is called to be and to make fully devoted followers of Jesus who are fully delighted in him. Uh, originally named Albion Church, uh, the calling of God on our congregation is focused on Albion and the surrounding area. 
Uh, and in this past year, after relocating here to Webster's Corners Elementary School, uh, Brent shared with us uh, that the ministry, he shared with us this ministry target zone. He showed us a big map um, with a five kilometer radius uh, circle. Uh, and in this five kilometer zone reside most of our congregation. Uh, and yeah, and with Wildwood, you know, we would essentially be the only church in uh, Albion, Webster's Corners, and Wanick. Uh, so something to very much keep in mind. Uh, our vision, what would this partnership help us accomplish? Uh, we see a church of influence uh, in Albion uh, so unique that it cannot be ignored, so passionate that it will not be confined to a single community, uh, being used by God for spiritual transformation. We see a church that is growing larger and deeper in multiplication, building a healthy foundation with a passion to multiply. We see a loving family of God and an atmosphere of authenticity where questions are welcomed and where truth and love are shared. We see a church family which is investing time, talents, and finances to communicate the gospel in practical ways to those in need, sharing God's blessings with all. In short, our goal is to live and share the life of Jesus. This is the work of making disciples who make disciples. Uh, so today, uh, on the Digging Deeper document on the website, uh, cornerstoneneighborhood.com, uh, it's the same handout that you have been given today. Uh, so for those that are not here, if you can make a mental note of somebody that you know is not with us this morning, um, please help us to get this handout to anyone that is not here today. Because uh, th this is important that they also need to be brought in on this journey with us uh, that you've been now informed of today. Uh, please see the contacts uh, for the leadership team info um, and contact us if you have any questions. Uh, next week, next Sunday, we will be having uh, a town hall time similar to this where we can uh, hopefully start answering some questions that we can start recording some of your questions. Um, so please come ready to participate uh, prayerfully and practically. Um, yeah. Also, use the church phone number. Again, like I've always said, call Brent day or night, anytime. Uh, if he's sleeping, if you're stirring about this while you're sleeping uh, and you've got a question, send it to Brent, call him. Uh, we would love to, if we've got the questions ahead of time, we can start the process of finding the answers for you. Uh, and then we can start coming prepared for these uh, town halls that are happening next week, next Sunday, and the Sunday after as we start exploring what this partnership could look like. So thank you, leadership team. Um, yeah. Yippee. <laughs> um, we're going to move into a, a time of prayer. Uh, so invite our ushers. We've got this week, uh, we're focusing on uh, the persecuted church, um, specifically the church in India, uh, Algeria, and Cuba. Uh, and we can also just be in prayer about this, uh, this journey that we have begun uh, exploring things with Wildwood. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, for, uh, for your church, God, for the church here in, in Maple Ridge and BC and uh, here in, in Wanick, uh, in Webster's Corners and Albion. 
Father, we just pray for this journey that we, we have begun, uh, exploring what this could look like with uh, Wildwood Fellowship Church. Father, give us wisdom. Uh, give us discernment uh, as a leadership team, as, as a church in uh, entirety. Uh, Father, also just be with Wildwood Fellowship Church as they are exploring uh, this same thing. God, may we just be uh, focused on expanding your kingdom, uh, being centered on Christ and sharing your gospel uh, here in our community. Father, we also just pray for the persecuted church, for uh, our fellow brothers and sisters in India, uh, in Algeria, in Cuba that are suffering. Um, Father, it is easy to get caught up in uh, the inconveniences uh, that we face here uh, in our own life. Um, Father, and it is easy to forget how difficult uh, people around the world are struggling just being uh, believers, uh, followers of you. Um, and so we pray for our brothers and sisters in these countries, God, that you would just give them strength, that you would give them uh, endurance, perseverance uh, as they go through these things. Father, that your church would also just continue to grow uh, despite persecution, despite uh, difficulties. Uh, God, that your love would be shown uh, to those that are persecuting them. Father, that there would be testimonies like Paul, um, that they would be persecuting you, Father, but that, uh, that they would come to know you, that they would come into a relationship with you. Uh, your kingdom would be expanding. Father, just give them safety, give them health, uh, God, and we just pray for each of their families. Uh, as people struggle with imprisonment, um, death, all these things, uh, God, may your hand just be uh, ever-present in, in the lives of those who are faithfully serving you overseas. We just pray in your name. Amen.